You're listening to Active Vegetarian, episode 60. Hello and welcome to the Active Vegetarian Show, the plant-based eater's guide to fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. To discover how to fit healthy plant-based eating into your life and for practical fitness advice, visit us at activevegetarian.com. We're your hosts, Nikki and Susanna, so let's get started. Welcome, friends. I think this is going to be our last podcast of 2017. That's right. And it's a good podcast because what we're going to be talking about is a makeover for your kitchen. That's right. End of the year, a lot of people are setting goals for and resolutions, I guess, for the new upcoming year, 2018. And what a better way to start than in your kitchen and making healthier food choices and then starting to maybe make better movement choices as well. And to be honest, we just started or we are starting our coaching program starting January 1st. And really the first assignment for our members is going to be go over their kitchen and really clean up any of the junk food they have. Because let's be honest, if you have junk food in the house, if you have unhealthy foods in in your house, it's going to be tempting us. somebody you or somebody you love in your household will eventually eat it so it's time to really purge all the unhealthy stuff especially the leftovers from the holidays all the chocolates you've been given from your grandma Uh, it's time to really clean it up and set yourself up for success so without further ado let's get into it how do we do a plant-based kitchen makeover Well, first step would be get a large garbage bag and some cardboard (laughs) boxes. I think that's going to be our number one because seriously, like we said, it's about throwing these things out. And if it is junk food, we want you to literally throw it out. If it's something that is still edible, then, you know, maybe providing and giving it to a local food bank or donating it to something like that would be obviously a good deed. But don't keep it in your house thinking that you may need it sometime because this is honestly really a purging like we said and a food haul that we're going to do you really need to get it out of your house if you don't want to be tempted to actually use it or eat it so if you're ready to start 2018 and make it the healthiest one yet then let's grab some garbage bags and some cardboard boxes and we'll get started we'll go through the list of what we will suggest of getting rid of and things that you can keep, things that we say, garbage. Yes. And if you've never done it before, if you've been collecting stuff in your kitchen for years now, this might be really challenging because I think a lot of people struggle struggle with throwing away food. But honestly, let's face it, if it's not healthy, why would you even want it there? You would not be eating stuff off of the ground or unhealthy stuff from a garbage, right? So why would you be eating seriously stuff that is harming your health? So what is this stuff we are talking about? This is a plant-based kitchen makeover so we're gonna start with animal products you're looking for anything that is butter or cream or contains butter or cream cheese milk yogurt meats of any kinds especially processed meats i think stuff like hot dog bacon and deli meats that goes without saying really unhealthy stuff get rid of it Um, if you're going fully plant-based then fish and shellfish shrimp shrimp or lobster eggs even 
that's right, or anything containing gelatin, because gelatin is made out of animal, so you want to make sure that you get rid of it, and that is marshmallows. I was going to say that includes those marshmallows for the hot chocolate. <laughs> uh, any jello, anything like that. So those are things we're going to get rid of. The next thing is junk food. Now, I think this is straightforward. Junk food, talking about all those Christmas chocolates and treats that you might have lying around, just get rid of them. I'm sure you have had your share and you've indulged quite a bit. So now it's time to ditch them. So any of those Christmas treats left over, get rid of them. Chips, um, again, chocolates or candy, any pop or soda or any sweetened drinks. Uh, that could be even sports drinks or anything like that. Including diet soda. Yes, including diet as well. Um, alcohol. I know this is going to be difficult for a lot of people, but especially any of those flavored or sweetened mixed drinks that you like coolers and different things like that, ditch it. Do we have to throw away all the alcohol, Nick? You know, I personally would say that maybe a little bit of wine or some hard liquor is okay for occasions. Mm -hmm. But... We do want to limit that because it is going to have an impact on your on your weight loss and on your health if you are consuming it on a regular basis. Honestly, if you have a hard time with this, I would suggest that you lock it up somewhere in a cupboard where it's not tempting, when it's not right in your sight. So um, I know for some of you, throwing away you know bottles of wine or, or alcohol might be a little bit challenging. So maybe give it to your friend and <laughs> ask them to store it for you for the time being and perhaps in the long run, you will decide it has no part in your diet anyways all right so next thing would be any instant foods so this is junk food so things like um pre-made cake mixes dried soups uh, instant mashed potatoes to flavored oatmeal packets because really it's just pure sugar i'm gonna pipe in one more time like i know that often we go for convenience so stuff like that seems like you know it's quick to make uh, we can make easy dinner for the family but honestly it's full of junk it has no whole foods in whole food ingredients in it it has no health benefits for you it's time to get rid of it you know and i'll give a little tip that my mom actually uses herself so if somebody has the pre-made or the flavored oatmeal packets something my mom does is just takes regular oats and just uses some hot water and it lets it sit another good option is to make the overnight oats or something that would be a good substitute but you can take regular oats you can add a little bit maybe of maple syrup or something to sweeten it but just add some hot water to regular oats, quick oats, and they will be just the same as an instant pack. Okay, next one is a big one, margarine, which personally I feel is just plastic. So get rid of margarine and any other processed fats that you might have lying around. Making sure that you're getting rid of any cooking oils, except anything that's like a high quality organic um, coconut oil or hemp, flax, or extra virgin oil olive oil these are okay but any other like canola or palm oil anything like that that you might have around the house ditch it it's and really harming your health if i can just uh, pipe in one more time is uh, make sure that you smell those oils so even if it's olive oil extra virgin olive oil just give it a little bit of a smell and make sure that it's not rancid because often when we allow oils to sit on the countertop for a long period of times many people store their oils right beside the oven or right beside a stove the oil is constantly exposed to that heat and that makes the oil rancid so just keep a little bit of a really high quality extra virgin olive oil on the countertop away from the stove and store the rest in a fridge 
Okay, so moving on, frozen dinners or entrees. So this is all those like hungry man, I guess, dinner meals, anything like that, ditch those. Breads and bagels, unless they're made exclusively with whole routed grains. And any other baked goods. Other things like boxed breakfast cereals, uh, crackers, even the whole grain ones. Any fruit, cereal, and or granola bars peanut butter of any kind now this even means the natural getting rid of any peanuts they're um, really prone to fungus and causing inflammation in our body so that's why Suzanne and I both often say to avoid peanuts altogether if anything uh, next is fruit juices takeout or restaurant leftovers any other snack like foods condiments such as barbecue and or any other sweetened sauces that you might have or condiments you might have. It's unbelievable how often we go to clients' homes and we open their fridge and the amount of condiments on the side of the fridge and the door, it's unbelievable. And those are all things that have added sugars, added preservatives, different colors. Just ditch it. Get rid of it. And now going to the extreme, you even can check spices. Often we wouldn't even think something like a spice would have any additives or preservatives in it. But you would be surprised if you took a look in your cupboards and looked at the ingredients of some of your spices. So if you want to go to that extreme, as we suggest you should, take a look at those and ditch those as well. Um, as we're going back to those condiments, things like relish and mustard and ketchups and that, trying to ditch any of those, opting for a healthier version if needed. Salad dressings, so again, ditching those, trying to make your own or... You know, try to look for some healthier alternatives where there's only a few ingredients and they're ingredients that you understand and that you know what they all are. Um, sugars and sweeteners. So ditching anything like white sugar, especially any other sweeteners or sweetened substitutes that you might have around the house. Like what's the one that's a common one? Um Splenda and things like that. Truly, yeah. So just keeping things like coconut sugar, maple syrup, honey, and molasses or any like raw stevia around the house is okay. And now we do say honey because we don't label ourselves. So there are some plant-based eaters out there or people who consider themselves vegan but still have honey, which is fine. Just make sure it's, again, a good quality honey. A couple more things would be breadcrumbs, croutons, or any other dry bread products. And last one is nuts and seeds. So keep any raw ones unless they smell rancid. Again, just like Susanna was saying about the oil, just check your nuts and seeds, smell them, and then see if you do have that rancid smell to them and ditch them if they do and restock them with some some good, um, healthy, fresh ones. A good tip here for the nuts and seeds is to store them in your freezer. So put them in a in a closed bag or we like to put them in a glass container nice mason jar and just store them in the freezer they will last you longer and i'll just pipe in and say that if you are listening to our podcast and you aren't aware that we do have our blog activevegetarian.com don't get overwhelmed of this list that we're kind of ranting out here and listing off. You can head over to activevegetarian.com and get the full list. We will have it in a post where you can see all of these so you can actually follow along one by one and go through your kitchen and start to ditch some of this stuff. 
parade next. So that was a pretty extensive list and I think you covered most of the things that should not be in a healthy kitchen. I'm just going to add in a couple things to trash and get rid of. So get rid of anything that contains ingredients that no ordinary human keeps in a pantry. And you know, I mean stuff that um, you look at the label and you honestly cannot pronounce it. If you cannot pronounce it, you cannot picture it, you cannot imagine what that item is. It's probably not edible for the human consumption, so get rid of it. Get rid of anything that arrives through the window of your car, which means basically no uh, fast food stuff should have any place in your healthy kitchen. Anything that contains high fructose corn syrup. Our body has no idea what to do with. This stuff causes diabetes. It causes a lot of other health problems. Get rid of it. Anything that has more than five ingredients. Now, that has some exceptions, but in most cases, when you look at the ingredients, and you know, we often get tricked by labels. So we buy things that say natural, organic, low-fat, and such stuff, but we very rarely take the time to look at the ingredients. So I definitely suggest, sorry, Nick, you were going to say something. Yeah, I'm going to say, and even checking in on uh, the trends that are out there now, because a lot of things are becoming, for instance, right now, sprouted, you'll see, because that's becoming very popular. People are looking for sprouted things, and looking at the breads, because it might say sprouted on the front label, but check those ingredients, because as soon as you read them, See if you actually understand them because we often, Susanna and I check for these sort of things as we're grocery shopping just to kind of see what's happening out there in the industry. And honestly, we've looked at some breads where it says sprouted and you look at the ingredients and there's not one single thing in that ingredient list that is sprouted. Well, or there is one. And the food industry is very tricky. The labeling is misleading often. They don't have to put all the truth on the label. They can say sprouted. And then when you look at the list of ingredients, out of 15 different ingredients, there's maybe one sprouted grain inside the actual bread. So yes, definitely be very mindful of that. Anything that has the word light or the terms low-fat or non-fat in its name, definitely avoid it. And one last thing is anything that you see advertised on a television, because honestly, apple or broccoli often doesn't need an advertisement. Um, What is advertised on television is often junk food, so get rid of it. And as we're talking about labels and checking labels, if you haven't listened to any of our past podcasts or our post about labels and reading labels, another tip we'll kind of give you is that they always list the ingredients in order as the highest amount that's in it. So if sugar is the first ingredient, then it has the most sugar in it. Mm -hmm. So just keeping that in mind that you always want the good quality stuff to be at the beginning of the ingredient list. Now, what about meat substitutes? I know that for many people who are just starting with plant-based eating, those things like um, tofu burgers or tofu hot dogs and tofurky, such stuff. Tofurky, as tofurky. the holidays were just here. That's a popular one. It's It could be appealing. However, in many cases, these things are even worse than the actual meat alternative of this so definitely get rid of it don't keep it don't buy it it's really not worth it i know that what we are suggesting here might be quite extreme however um nick and i are concerned about the health of 
of you guys. We want to make sure that the information we are delivering is not just popular, but it's really stuff we believe in. And we want to make sure that all of you out there get as healthy as possible, especially with the new year coming 2018. We are on a mission to make as many people out there as healthy as we possibly can. So definitely one of those things, meat substitutes, don't have a part in healthy plant-based diet. No, because we believe in eating whole plant-based foods. There's a lot of vegans out there. And I mean, we see it across social media and things like that. And there's a lot of people who eat and claim that they're vegan and stuff, but what they're eating is these processed foods still. And so what we want to try to teach you and help you with is maintaining a lifestyle like this where you're eating whole plant-based foods, not just, again, going to those packaged foods and those processed foods to help you live that lifestyle. It's not about that. You can live a healthy plant-based lifestyle without eating processed foods and alternate foods and we've been through it nick you know i think of course uh, you know i'm we've been uh, on this journey for almost 20 years now of learning how to be healthy on a plant-based diet and i know that i personally used to eat substitutes for cheese and such stuff until i learned that often they're genetically modified and the stuff they put into it is really messing with our health our hormonal balance and truly it's not worth it All right, so now you got rid of all the junk in your kitchen and you probably are panicking because your kitchen is pretty much bare and empty. What to do next? I think first is to actually look at this and look at your bare kitchen as a new beginning, a clean slate, because what you have now is an opportunity to really fill your kitchen with healthy foods where you are not going to be tempted to eat junk and you can really make 2018 a healthy and happy and thriving year. So what we want to talk about here is if you're having doubts, because I'm sure if you are looking at this empty kitchen, you might be panicking and you might be having doubts of getting rid of all of this stuff. Now, I would suggest honestly taking an approach and maybe watching some documentaries Uh, different documentaries like Forks Over Knives, a recent one is Food Matters, things like Vegucated Earthlings, Fat Sick and Nearly Dead. These are all documentaries and movies that will help just reassure you that what you're doing is right and that what we're suggesting, there's a reason to it and that, uh, you know, what you're doing and cleaning out and hauling out your kitchen is a positive thing and in the future you will see the change and you will see a difference. So moving on to step number four, we want you to start to plan your meals for the next week. Yes, let's do some planning before we go grocery shopping because there is no sense of going to a grocery store not really knowing what you need and how to restock your kitchen. So our suggestion and something we use with our coaching clients is to plan your meals for the next four to seven days. It all depends how often you like to go grocery shopping. So four to seven days seems to be about the the right time. We suggest that you plan four to five meals per day and just look over some of the recipes either on our website. Um, We just recently published a book called The Vegan Weight Loss Manifesto that has over 100 awesome, easy to make recipes. So sit down and really plan out your days and what you plan on eating. Um, One of the good tools to use is on, uh, again, on our blog, Active Vegetarian, we actually have a meal planning uh, template where you can print it out, sit down and, and start writing down all those meals that you will be eating for the upcoming four to seven days. 
And then once you have that that meal plan all set in place, the next step would be to create that shopping list so you can start to restock your kitchen. So going through the recipes and seeing what ingredients you might need and just I guess being prepared that your first trip to the grocery store, it's going to be a bigger one because you're going to be getting those staple items that you haven't had in your pantry maybe ever before or that you don't have. So what you want to do is just prepare yourself that this is going to be a big shopping trip, the first one. And then after that, it's just going to be about buying like fresh ingredients. So fruits and vegetables and different things like that. Maybe refilling some extra like dry goods here and there after that, but mostly buying the fresh stuff from here on out. Now, as you're going shopping, let's just give you a little bit of an outline of what you're looking for. So obviously, the bulk of your shopping uh, trip should be based around fruits and vegetables. Fresh vegetables are the best. Any vegetables you can possibly think of are fine here. You want to avoid anything that's canned if possible. Uh, If you're going to buy frozen, that's fine. But again, go for the fresh fruits, vegetables, organic whenever possible. And then uh, the other things you're looking for are nuts and seeds. Again, raw, unflavored, nothing salted or fried or what what are those? Roasted. Roasted. Those you want to avoid. Uh, You also want to buy healthy fats. So as we were talking about before, coconut oil is a good choice. Extra virgin olive oil. Uh, You can buy some tahini. You can buy hemp oil. Uh, Remember, avoid canola oil. Grains and legumes. We prefer buying our dry, so in bulk rather than canned. But I understand if, if you have a crazy lifestyle, if you're busy, buying canned stuff still might be appealing. So try to keep it to a minimum and try to cook your lentils and your beans whenever you possibly can. As far as beverages are concerned, I truly believe that the only one you need is a good quality water. So either buy spring water or buy a good filter. That would be the main beverage you would be consuming through the day. Other than that, you can uh, buy some herbal teas, possibly some coconut water, uh, coconut milk, almond milk, and such stuff. Spices and herbs, as Nikki was talking about. Look at the ingredients, especially if you're buying spice mixes, like stuff like, um, what would be a spice mix? Mrs. Dash, for instance, has, I think, additives in it. So MSG is often part of the spice mixes. So you're better off to just buy individual um, dried herbs or spices like uh, cilantro or coriander or cinnamon and cloves and just kind of make your own mixture as you're cooking. That's right. When it comes to sweeteners, definitely we have to use moderation here. Nikki mentioned before raw honey. Uh, it's not vegan, but definitely it's it's a good uh, option. Stevia, but only in a raw form. I don't know if you guys know that, but raw stevia is actually green. So the white stuff we see often in a grocery store or even the liquid stuff is highly processed and definitely not good for human consumption. Maple syrup is an option or molasses, blackstrap molasses is a good choice. When it comes to condiments, uh, here you have to be very selective. So no longer you're buying barbecue sauces and ketchups and stuff like this. Instead, reach for apple cider vinegar. High quality balsamic vinegar is good. Celtic sea salt. Uh, Coconut aminos are a good choice and substitute for soy sauce. And stuff like a vanilla extract, you can uh, find try to find good quality hummus. What else can you think of? Um, different things like miso paste. 
is a good one. We like to use that in a lot of our homemade dressings that we make. Um, mustard, making sure that's a stone ground. Again, organic if possible. Mustard, not the yellow stuff you see. Nutritional yeast is a good, I think, great condiment to have around the house, even to sprinkle on top of salads. And again, to use in homemade dressings. It's really a good addition to soups, anything like that. And it's really high in protein and B12 for, for vegetarians and vegans. And as we mentioned before, the grains and the legumes, so you're looking for stuff like brown rice, buckwheat, quinoa, wild rice, a whole oats, sprouted grains. So if you enjoy a toast um, in the morning, then sprouted grain bread is an option. There's a, a brand we really like. It's called Ezekiel. And if you go to a grocery store, you will actually find it in the frozen section of the grocery store. And of course, legumes. Those are the, that's the protein part of your uh, plant-based diet. So any beans, black beans, black eye peas, chickpeas, edamames, lentils of all kinds of sorts like brown, red, green, peas and tempeh are great options and the last but not least are some supplements personally we don't want to push for too many supplements but a good quality greens powder something like spirulina or chlorella are always a good choice omega oil or is hemp oil is hemp another oil. good alternative and then plant-based protein if you're going to be making your smoothies or uh, fancy uh, ice creams and you want to add extra bit of uh, some plant-based powder protein powder in it it's always a good option and i think that's pretty much what should be on your shopping list and again, don't be overwhelmed if you're just listening to us because we will have this sample shopping list to restock your cupboards on activevegetarian.com where you can print it, download it, and take it to the grocery store with you and really start to stock up and start fresh for this new year. So step number six was to go shopping and step number seven is to follow your plan as closely as possible. So if you came up with your four to seven day meal plan, make sure that you stick with it because there is no sense of having all this off some food in your house in your fridge in your pantry and you're not eating it so stick to it and then step number eight is ask for support we are always here to help you we are actually in our av coaching we are providing our members and our clients not just with the meal plans but also with the correlating shopping list so we are trying to make it as easy Easy as as possible possible. (laughs) for anyone who is ready to take that next step and really get their health back and to truly thrive you know, as as we've had many years of working with different clients as well as just different feedback from people, we really understand that that convenience is a big thing, that it's it's hard for people to figure out what they should be eating first and foremost and secondly to get everything and to to buy the proper stuff so like Susanna said we are trying to make it as easy as possible so I definitely if if I could if you if you can take advantage of the fact that we are creating these meal plans as well as the correlating shopping list for you so really you just have to do the shopping do the preparing and cooking eat it and honestly just follow along with what we're trying to help you with and you should have you definitely will have a healthier and happier year ahead okay thank you very much everybody for tuning in and listening we really appreciate your support and remember for any of this information just stop by activevegetarian.com you will have everything you need to get you started and uh, on a right path thank you Thank you for listening to the Active Vegetarian Show, the plant-based eater's guide to fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. For more information, including recipes, nutritional advice, fitness tips, and coaching, 
please stop by activevegetarian.com. Until then, live active, live healthy, and enjoy life.